0: In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica. Once an inhospitable frozen tundra has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors. The associates received their next assignment from handler Mr. Purple. Infiltrate the Donati crime family and find who is buying their plutonium. The three then went looking through Sahara headquarters for some new gear. Abel has an upsetting and enlightening conversation with Dr. White where she learns it won't be so simple to rid herself of the Phoenix chip. While shopping around for a new living arrangement, Saul comes across an interesting offer from a bar owner named Kissy Kate. This Kate is willing to allow the group the use of her bar's loft in exchange for some loan sharking. Uh, should we
1: try to go find Abel? Uh, we should see what she's up to you.
2: Abel's going the fuck home.
1: (laughs) Saul promptly walks in the opposite direction of where
3: Abel is going. She went this way. Can I scan Abel's location?
0: Well, I guess you could probably, you could probably hone in on the phoenix chip, if you wanted.
2: Just caca, and I, my chip will have no other response but to caca back, because we're phoenixes.
3: Phoenix, baby!
2: So, yeah, is that what you're doing? You're just, just following me?
3: Yeah, I'm totally tracking you down right now.
2: Okay, well, I mean, I'm gonna go back to my place, so I guess you're gonna Hop follow it on me on the there. train yeah I'm, I'm getting the fuck out
3: do we all live in different places i thought we were going to move in like you kate
0: well you and saul live in the barracks at um sahara headquarters but when you're like on a job like this you find you know closer location to stay for a few days but unbeknownst to you abel has her own apartment she's lived here for a couple of years uh, and she just sort of she sort of hangs out at the at the barracks every now and then um she keeps a toothbrush and a few changes of clothes, but you're not aware that she has any other sort of living situation,
3: okay, yeah, I always assumed that she was living with us. That's what your character would assume
2: yeah uh i'm gonna, can I do an awareness? Uh, awareness check to see if, um, I can tell that I'm being followed. Sure.
0: Um, I guess I'll have, uh, Sui roll a stealth or whatever applies to stealth.
2: Because are you, like, are you following me to stop me or are you just following me to follow me? Oh, I'm just checking
0: on you. Well, I guess it determines it if, uh, she wants to get spotted, because if she wants to get spotted, we don't need to roll.
2: Well, I just rolled a 10, so it would be a 24 on awareness.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if she's trying to hide, <laughs> you'd see her. <laughs>
2: So I guess if I see uh, like her on the tr- while I'm on the train or whatnot, I'm gonna like kind of double back.
0: Is Saul in in on this, or is he gone and done his own thing? Apparently, he went the opposite way.
1: I mean, okay. he did for like 20 feet, and then he got caught looking at something. I want to say it was probably like a couple cracks on the wall. This looks like some sort of writing.
2: I didn't know Saul was a crack addict.
1: <laughs> you know. That's a, a part of my life I lost all
3: memory of when the aliens came and took it.
2: Sifungi, what the fuck are you doing following me?
3: I'm surprised to see that you've noticed me. I honestly, just wanted to check on you. You're usually more cool-headed than this.
2: Uh, just, Abel's just gonna, like, sit down in the seat next to Sifungi and... We... we... Ooh. You know what? Fuck it we're in the same boat together. Don't even know you very well, but apparently we're both whatever the phoenix chip thing is, so, uh... Look, I think on the next stop, there's, like, there's a coffee shop I can kind of... I don't know, just fill you in on my headspace. Maybe I can figure out where the fuck you're coming from. Sound good?
3: I'd like that. Um, I would like to offer assistance in any way that I can in hopes of building rapport from the mission.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything you can do, but report for the mission, sure. And then Abel's just going to be kind of quiet until we get to the next stop. And then she'll uh, kind of lead the way for a local hole-in-the-wall coffee shop.
0: Yeah, I think you find one. It's not, um, it's kind of just your typical, they don't have Starbucks in the the dark future, but uh, it's like, it's probably like a Dunkin'. (laughs)
1: <laughs> can we rip straight from uh fucking idiocracy and just turn it into like star Fox or far Fox?
0: no we're not gonna make fucks a part of it but
1: it's like fudruckers only you know it'd be it'd be like starship coffee all right it did well I, I wouldn't say starship coffee because there actually is one of those in uh in new mexico well, I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah, dog, UFO and Starship Coffee, They're, if I remember correctly, they're one's in Albuquerque and the other one's actually in... Um...
2: Okay, let's just say it's like a generic hot coffee sign.
1: Hot bean. Hot bean coffee.
0: Hot
2: bean. is is like right across the street. They used to be married, but they've, they've divorced. And now one only sells like hot coffee and the other one is like cold brew. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go to yeah, hot but bean. It's like,
0: it's like in the train terminal because people need their morning cup.
2: Yeah. Yeah, let's go to Hot Bean. They're totally uh, more chill than Cold Bean for sure. I know it's kind of counterintuitive that Hot Bean would be more chill than Cold Bean, but just,
0: <laughs> the owner yeah. of Cold Bean's just a douche.
2: For real, like he's he's just a complete dickhead, and his his ex husband is way chiller. So his ex guy must be like an ice queen. I don't know, but anyway, hey, uh, Jimmy, can corner booth? Can we get two two or whatever corner booth? Yeah, man.
0: Yeah, that's good.
2: Cool. Uh, you
0: want uh, want a little bit extra in it? A little
3: something something?
2: Yeah, make that a fucking double. Uh, too I
3: will just have whiskey.
2: Well, you gotta have coffee with it. It's kind of the whole thing. Yeah,
0: I, I, I do not have a liquor license. I legally have to slip it into the coffee. You know what I'm saying?
3: I will have a whiskey with a shot of espresso.
0: Espresso with a shot of something special. Gotcha.
2: You got it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, Tsufungi, by the way, you just assume it's alcohol that they're putting in your drink. You don't actually have to request it.
3: Oh, okay. I'll keep that in mind. My-
2: yeah, I mean, it's cool. that That's, that's a hot coffee thing. Cold coffee. They do have the, 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 the cold bean. They have the liquor license. This place way chiller. Okay. So, yeah, just. So, we would sit down at the booth. <clears throat> And Abel is very aggressively talking with her hands. Okay, look. So, you know this whole last mission that we did with the Kennedys, right? Uh, fucking sucked. And I know you guys had, you know, your own thoughts and feelings you're bringing into the situation. Well, obviously, I have some history with those fuckers, right? And, uh, let's not not go into the whole history, um... But basically, I used to be part of the Kennedy clan, and um, I got out. And when I got out, I've had to um, really reinvent my life. And it's taken a lot of work. It's taken a lot of work and taken a lot of hiding, you know?
3: And why risk yourself with the mission with the Kennedys? I'm confident that me and Saul could have handled the most dangerous part if you didn't want to reveal yourself.
2: I don't know. Uh, I think I got kind of sucked in and I'm sort of resigned to this whole Sahara fate. I didn't know that this was what the job was going to be. I took the Sahara job with different plans in mind and it's been way over my head, which I'm assuming from the last conversation you overheard you sort of already guessed.
3: I just want you to know that we, whatever you're going through, me and Saul have your back. Um, we do not all get along, but when it really comes down to it, I'm not going to force you to talk about anything that you don't want to talk about, or if you need time alone, I totally understand. Just remember
2: that. Yeah, I mean... And Abel just kind of starts looking over at the coffee bar to see if their drinks are ready.
0: Yeah. He, he brings you your your drink. I think it's got, like two shots of Kahlua in it dope Um, just a further mask that it's not alcohol
2: (laughs) beautiful Uh, Abel's gonna try to slip him whatever credits she can Um, just like 50% tip for whatever the drink is
0: much obliged
2: and then uh, just kind of shotgun half of it end up scalding the top of her mouth tears almost forming in the corner of her eyes
0: that was not a good idea. This is hot, hot bean.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, I just, I like the hot.
0: You haven't been going to cold bean, have you?
2: No, fuck those guys. Um,
0: Jerry's a piece of shit.
2: We're in Polaris. We aren't in fucking Brazil. Jerry sucks. Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. Okay. Yeah, Funji, I appreciate it. Totally appreciate it. But I've been kind of, I- I've ran with the pack before. I have a lot of history in this town. Unfortunately, like I'm only what 20 something and I feel like I've already screwed myself 27 times. That's more than once a year if you keep if you, if you catch in my drift. And
0: uh half of that you were a baby. I
2: was a baby. <laughs> but anyway, all of this is kind of neither here nor there. Wh- what I'm really fucked up about currently is in south wharf there's a cop jason zemlin he's one of those guys that actually ended up intercepting this uranium right you with me so far okay so he got shot up a couple days ago over a shipment that he somehow intercepted in south wharf by some sort of intel or something, and he got pinned down in a a shootout, but came out with barely a scratch. I mean, yes, he spent a couple days in the ICU, but we almost got pinned down in a major shootout, and I didn't think we were going to survive. Granted, I didn't actually get shot, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, he was related to this whole thing. I think he's actually involved somehow. The dude is with my best friend, and I don't like it. And it makes me a little squirrely, and I get really upset about it. And I'm uh, uh yeah. But anyway, he's the guy I just called. This yeah, is yeah.
3: more personal for you.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's all personal. The only reason I took this job was because I fucking hate corpse, and I fucking hate these gangs, and I think that this whole thing is shit, and I want to blow a hole in all of it. But, um... Oh, okay, hold on. I'm a little overheated beyond just the hot, the coffee. Shit, this this stuff is hot. Ooh. Do you like yours?
3: Oh, yes, it's good. I've been much of a coffee person, so I just prefer to sit.
2: Yeah, that's probably smart because I think this is 90% alcohol. Anyway, Zemlin's the guy that told us that Longshoreman is uh, a typical dive bar situation. But there's some other shit going on that really isn't worth my time for freaking out. But, you know... Uh, yeah.
3: Wanna take him down?
2: Eventually. I don't think he's a straight dude. I don't think he's an upfront, upstanding citizen of the law like he acts and increasingly likes to inform people.
3: Okay, well bear in mind that espionage is my specialty. You can definitely look into him.
2: Yeah, the good thing is I didn't realize that this whole Zemlin-Uranium thing was gonna overlap with work, so... Maybe that could be a lead for us in the future, you know? But, uh, I don't get a whole lot of information out of him. Partly because I'm always a dick when I'm on the phone with him. Which is not really a good look for me. But he puts up with it, which is I just think is even more shady on his part. But anyway...
3: Okay, you mentioned he's with your best friend. Um, are you able to convince your best friend to find out any information that could be pertinent?
2: I could talk to B about it, but... I would like to keep her away from this as much as possible.
3: Understandable. It was just a thought.
2: No, I mean, it's a good thought. I, I definitely won't be able to get a lot of the the details out of Zemlin, but who knows? He might be telling me more than me.
3: What can I do for you?
2: Can you get the haze, the haze file figured out? Because if that... Look, if you can figure that out and give me an idea of what is in this shit... That could be a major win for me, and I could usually—I could really use a big win right now.
3: Okay, well, just leave it to me. And ooh, can I interject really quick, Evan? The contents of the files—I can really just find that out on any computer, right? Or do I have to go through like some whole thing to figure it out? It was behind security
0: safe walls, but he, the file itself is not encrypted.
3: So can I just access? Yeah, you can. Let's take a look at it. See what we can find out about this um, file here. I opened up the file and um, it had a recipe for Haze. Yeah.
0: Most of the stuff is simple cleaning supplies. There's uh, just like some store-bought chemicals that you would would clean the floors with. There's the psilocybin in large amounts that uh, Dr. White told you about. And um, at the bottom is a chemical called centripo.
3: Okay, so it looks like our missing ingredient is centripo. Know anything about that label? Have you heard of it before?
2: I don't know, GM. Have I heard of it before? You would not. Uh, Centripo. uh, Centripo. No, no, it doesn't ring a bell. I mean, I kind of have some basic knowledge of, of chemicals, but I've never heard of that stuff before. Hey, so this this helps me so much. And not just me, like, y- y- you probably just saved a bunch of lives discovering this.
3: Okay, so should we take it back to the doctor? I don't trust him, but...
2: Well, he said he's going to use it to break down the whole stockpile that Sahara got in the first place. So I obviously just did a kind of trust dump on you, so I'm just, I guess I'm gonna keep it going, and when, if you say it's cool for me to let the doctor know, I will, but otherwise you can hang on to that information and, I don't know, seems like you have more to gain from Dr. White than I do. Are you cool with me letting Stryker know about this? Because this could make a big difference in the the work he's doing.
3: Well, I'm glad I could help. I'd like to request something from you. Let's get this mission done.
2: Mo' money, uh, less bitches. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, Abel's just going to like down the rest of her super fucking hot coffee. Uh, I think <clears throat> I think he heats the alcohol before he adds it to the coffee, too, because definitely whew, definitely doesn't cool it down at all. Fine. I mean,
0: when you cook wine, it removes the alcohol, but I, I don't think he's cooking the alcohol.
2: No, I think this is more of like a cider, like a warm cider situation.
0: Warm kahlua. Ugh.
2: Yeah, yeah, just fucking gross. But um, let's go find. Brings a s-
0: new, brings a new definition to the term "cup of mud."
2: Yeah, disgusting, but better than cold bean. Let's go find Saul. All
1: right, what
0: what the heck's Saul been up to at this whole point?
1: So Saul was like walking towards Kissy Kate's after trying to discern whether or not like cracks and walls and stuff were writing and he found a cat and he was like an alley cat and he was petting it for like 10 minutes and then he made his way to the longshoreman and yeah i i assume like at the same time as um they were having their heartfelt conversation saul was busy trying to get like the room okay so you're gonna have a conversation with Kissy. Really, really clean out, you know, clear the phlegm out to the front of the mouth. Hey, uh, I think this is the right place. Are you Mrs. Kate?
0: Mrs. Kissy Kate? There is a late 50s woman at, behind the bar. Um, the Um The bar is kind of like, it's weirdly crowded for the middle of the day, but... You get the sense that like either these guys are off work today, or they just got done pulling like a huge shift and are now just tying one off. And she's cleaning, cleaning glasses. She's kind of got like a leathery look to her, like she got too either too much sun or too many drugs, and it's just kind of like gone to work on her skin. Um, But she has like this bright, like luminescent.
1: Uh, red lipstick does she have any face tattoos no hey are you are you mrs kissy kate i i'm Saul. I, i called earlier on the telephone yes honey that's me hi so um i'm interested in the room you got for rent like um but you said i would have to do some jobs or something to get it like how how are we gonna work that out okay well listen up there's like three
0: people who are who owe me big time their tabs have been unpaid for like eight months now and everyone else i send after them just comes up empty-handed uh so i'm sort of getting desperate here the room is yours if you can if you can collect money and or appropriately priced items from these three and return it to me. Does that sound like something you
1: could do? Oh yeah, definitely. Um how much how much is your tab just outright? Like how much money? Oh man, it's astronomical. I think probably uh in the couple thousands. Oh man. Well, we could definitely do it. it just sounds like a lot of work and we're kind of like on another job too at the moment, but You know, Kissy Kate, you you remind me of my grandma. I'll help you out. I'll do it for you. Okay. Well, shall I give you the names now? Yeah, that's fine. I can can remember it all up here in the good old noggin. Well, I can write it down, too. Okay. Yeah,
0: that works. So she grabs a scratch piece of paper and um, starts writing it down. Okay. So the first one is this guy named Stanley Fennin. You got that? Okay. He's... I think he's homeless. He likes to hang out on Coleman Street in the alleys or on a street corner or something. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much money he has on his person, but you might be able to get an item or something valuable from him. The second is this woman and her input. Her name is Ina Rogers and the boyfriend's name is Cole Shubinsky. Okay. So, Ina's the one that owes me the money, but her boyfriend could be a problem. He's kind of a nomad smuggler, and, uh, you know, he might get a little aggressive if uh, you come knocking for Ina. Uh, they live in her mother's house, so Ina's parents' house on Baker. The final debtor is a man named Oslo Erdahl. He's kind of a uh, like a Norwegian fella. He's a gambler. He likes to hang out at the casino a lot. And I think he's he bounces between winning streaks and losing streaks. So if you get him on a good day, you can get my money back. He wears like loose fitting clothing a lot. I've seen him even come in in a kimono once. Uh, he got long ratty brown hair and a long beard.
1: Does he also happen to have like a fedora? No, not that I know of. I just thought, you know, I, I thought I knew knew that image, you know. We can definitely, like, like talk to them and I'll see what I can do, on you know. But, yeah. Uh, do you need, well, do I need to sign, like, a lease or anything like that? Or, like, how do you want to do the, take care of the room?
0: Oh, this will all be under the table, sweetie. Is that okay?
1: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, but you're at a bar right here, so, like... How do I do stuff under the table if we're both standing at a at a bar?
0: Okay, I wasn't speaking literal. We, You're not going to sign any sort of official lease. It's kind of just going to be a handshake arrangement.
1: Oh, okay, okay. And Saul puts his hand over. He's like, okay. And she spits in her hand and <laughs> shakes his. You should be careful, you know, like, I think that's how you get sick. Disease hasn't got me yet, honey. But that... <laughs> But that doesn't mean it won't. <laughs> Wash your hands, folks, for at least 30 seconds, please. Stop the spread. Do you want to look at the room first?
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go cool look at it. So she takes you upstairs and unlocks the door to this loft. So, yeah, it's large loft. Um, there's a lounge, bedroom, and a full bathroom, like I said. Uh, the furniture and decor is, like, sailing chic. So there's like like a fishing net on the wall that says a, a decorative piece. And there's like a lamp that's like a guy in a yellow raincoat with a fishing rod slung over his shoulder. And I think there's also like a marlin on the wall. There's a couch in the lounge and a couple of chairs and a television. And then in the uh, master bedroom, it's got a... Uh, queen size bed and then the bathroom has a has a shower a working shower and a sink then a toilet
1: whoa sick i like this place okay solid so i guess i'll just crash here is there like a tenant res- limit restriction or some shit i have two people that are my partners but i think one person lives here and the other person might need to, like, crash at me for a little bit, so is it cool if they do that?
0: Oh, are you in, like, a polygamous sort of thing? That's cool.
1: Yeah, it's like all the rage back when you were young. I mean, it's more like we're just all work partners.
0: Well, that's fine, just keep the
1: noise down. And she gives you a wink. And Saul gives her a wink back, but it's, like, much less smooth. Just slowly closes one eye. (laughs) Yeah, just like, uh, yeah, I get it. And then he, uh, after, I guess after she leaves and, or she hands him the keys and leaves, he just promptly closes the door, flops down on the couch and like calls up. So I Hey, Hey man. Like, you know, the apartment place that we were talking about, like I, I went and I got it. So if you guys need to come to the longshoreman, you can, I mean, there's, it's a bedroom here with one bed. It's a big one though. So you guys could like do whatever I'm going to stay on the couch because it reminds me of grandma's house.
3: Hey, good job, Saul. Came through. Well, yeah. Hey,
1: when do I not, man? Like, I always come through. Not giving really me credit angry. for, you know, killing all the people I did last time and whatnot.
3: Yeah, well, thanks, Saul. Uh, we'll be there soon. All right. See you soon. Bye.
1: So, whom do we want to try to get money from first? The dude on the streets? The pair who lives with a lady's mother? Or Gamblin' Rasputin?
2: So, here's my thoughts. I'm thinking, Gamblin' resputin, we are able to get into the casino. That's our ultimate goal. We figure out what's going on with this guy. While we're there, we case out the place. If we make a ruckus... We have enough time to step back, figure out the other things, and then get back to it. And if we don't make a ruckus, then we have enough time to step back, make a plan, and then get back to it.
1: Let's go to a casino, then.
2: All right. Let's go to a casino.
0: Cool. You guys make your way to the casino. It's fairly close to where you are staying. The Longshoreman is sort of on the bay area. Uh, There's a lot of, like industrial factories and things in this area airs kind of smoggy and disgusting but the casino is easy to spot because it is directly across the street from the pilatus city ferris wheel this one's made to look remarkably like the london eye this isn't the only sort of item in this city that is is sort of a replica of, of other things Mostly because those cities don't exist anymore and the people that are refugees from there erected this monument, remind them of home a little bit while they're in this new city. So you get to the casino, Polar Point Casino. It's the premier in South Wharf Entertainment. It might not be the only gambling den in the city, but it has the reputation of being the safest or one of the safest. The word is that the Donatis keep a very tight security on the casino floor as well as in the hotel. When you enter, the decor of the casino is throwback 1950s style. There are real wooden tables, chairs, and paneling for the bar. The theme is Polar South, so... Uh, decorations include polar bears, penguins, and walruses. The main floor has a large game area with slots, poker, and roulette. And the second floor, which you can see the balcony sort of encircling this this main floor, uh, has a large grand staircase in the middle of the, the building. The second floor looks to be more of a place for like sort of quiet card games and there is a restaurant up there so you can order food from waiters and, and have the food brought to you. Whereas on the first floor, it seems to be more just like a bar. There's a lot of people in here. Uh, it's fairly, fairly densely populated at the moment with people playing the slot machines and trying their trying their hand at roulette. The, the clothing is what you would sort of expect in, in a modern airport. Like people just wearing, you know, their street clothes, sweatpants, tank tops, lots of exposed skin. Not a lot of the. While the decor might be 1950s, the people in the casino are not dressed like they would be. So uh, that's just an important distinction. And in the in one corner, you can make out a disheveled looking guy with a top knot and a long beard wearing a very colorful kimono that's just a little too short for his nether regions oh no and nothing's showing but you you think that you know a stiff breeze might make this a little bit more of an r rated thing
2: oh no okay so before we would have gone uh would have wanted to get into some fresh digs
0: yeah, gotcha. So we'll say you see all that, but- and then we'll just des- you can describe your appearance based on your roles.
1: Eight. Oh wow! Nineteen. Uh, Fourteen.
0: In a sort of an unexpected turn, Saul is clean himself up quite nicely. Su Fengji is looking, you know, fly as always. Her her style never ceases to like, you know, amaze you guys, and maybe have a little bit of jealousy. Abel, I think you probably just with with everything going on at the hospital, you got you got home late, so you you look sleepy. It's it's easy to tell that you know you you had a late night and you maybe. I'm just
2: I'm really bad at like throwing things into the the, the wash machine and then waiting a couple hours and then maybe they'll get to the dryer. But sometimes I just hang it up or like throw it over the banister. And uh, yeah, I just haven't I haven't had time.
0: Yeah, certainly. A reasonable assumption with all you guys have been through in the past week or so.
2: But guys, I'm telling you, like this jacket, when it's not like 50 million wrinkles in it, looks fly as hell. So, so fun, G, why you, why do you have to look so good all the fucking time?
3: Well, <clears throat> my dress is part of my cybernetic cream, of course, and this time um, it starts off as sort of a halter top. Kind of, it looks like. It's made of gelatin. It's a light blue and you can see circuits and wires underneath the gelatin flows down and it sort of ruffles and flays as it gets to the bottom. I'm wearing circuited high heel boots and um i have my hair done up in a nice little top knot so that's so Soy look for this casino experience Saul has done his best to kind of
1: clean himself up he went into his bag and he pulled out some like what looks like i guess a uh, motor oil slash like motor lubricant and he slicked it his hair back with just the right amount so it actually looks like it's been like combed and it looks neat his mufon hat he kind of like rubbed it a little bit with uh like the finest grit sandpaper that he has so it just looks real fresh and he has changed out of a normal shirt t-shirt that he wears it's black with like a ufo on it to kind of his his pressed good shirt that he would take on dates per se and it is uh it says i believe and it has a big heart on the center of it and one picture and a little bit higher on the right side is Mulder's face, and a little bit lower on the left side is Scully's face. And they're both in this heart.
0: What are you guys going to do first? I will also say, uh, I'll just sort of explain the mechanics in case you guys want to do any gambling. Um, you, what you'll end up doing is using a flat D10 roll, and then you can, you can use luck as a sort of like one-time boost. And any luck you use goes away or if you can explain how your character might have cultural familiarity with gambling you could use your education skill and any bonus you have on that
1: oh what if we want to like cheat like what if saul wants to like hack or you know fuck around with the levers on uh the slot machines so that they will always give him the best outcomes that he needs well
0: there are Systems in place in this casino against such measures. There is a. I'll say this, Sufangji probably would have noticed. There is a security terminal on the main floor. It's guarded by one Donati thug. But if you could get into that somehow, you could hack the floor and get slot machines to you know rule in your favor. Otherwise, you can use your concentration skill to count cards or guess patterns and stuff. Um, and, you know, just certainly how well you roll would indicate how closely you're paying attention to the cards and things.
3: Right, I definitely noticed that terminal because G's main goal was definitely trying to work off her debt today so mama needs a new pair of shoes (laughs) so i definitely want to make it to that terminal can i like go ahead and come up with a plan for that um because i do have a couple of ideas i
1: know we want to cause as much chaos as possible it's kind of like the mo of our group but like i think maybe today we focus first on oslo uh, and then second on money if we want to if we want to get in um in evelyn's good books you know like Maybe not trying to rob her casino right off the first
3: time we come in would be a good idea. I can understand that. And maybe we can play naturally just to kind of blend in.
2: So, Fungi, why don't you go uh, kind of check out some of the tables? Saul, you you seem really interested in the slots. Maybe go go check out the slots over there and I'll hang out by the bar.
1: I mean, the only reason I'm interested in the slots is because, like, I saw one of them, and it said, like, lucky UFO. It looks cool.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, you can go play, but while we're doing this, we keep an eye on, on our target here, monitor some of his patterns, and then when he gets up to go take a piss or something, so you can uh Mug him in the him. bathroom. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, maybe we can leverage him into working with us. You know, softly, kindly, uh, as, as a not so quite partner with us but like an employee if you will so
1: yeah i could do that i think i could do that
2: i think this would be a good opportunity for us to do some observation
1: okay cool yeah i i, I can get down with that
2: so yeah i'm gonna go get a mint julep i'll see you guys uh in a bit
3: right i'm gonna go check off the tables
0: Are you just going to the bar?
2: Yeah, so I'm going to go take a seat in a way that I can see uh, Oslo without um, just like leering at him. We are at 23 points of damage.
0: Okay, what you can tell from Oslo, the first thing you notice, aside from this kimono that he's wearing, is he has a golden gun on his hip. It looks like a revolver, kind of like a golden eye gun. The next thing is that he seems to be in a good mood. He might be winning today. I would also say that people that he talks to don't seem to like him very much. You can tell that, like he's rude to to service staff, and he's sort of isolated himself in this slot. It's it's like in the corner, and there's like three or four empty slots in between him and the next person. And you don't know if that's by his choice or if other people don't like him that much, but that's what you can, that's what you can tell.
2: Does he seem to like the fact that people don't enjoy being around him or does he seem to get like more irritated when people react negatively to him?
0: I think it's a mixture. He seems irritated when people avoid him, but uh, he doesn't really pick up when he's being a jackass, like to to other people.
2: Is there any sort of like waitstaff that seems to be in his area a lot?
0: They they take turns.
2: They take turns. So yeah. he's um, been
0: he's been ordering a lot of drinks, but they they take turns. Who who goes and brings it to him?
2: So it, the next time um, somebody that has been waiting on him is like within conversation range to me i would like to try to like talk to them
0: yeah this younger dark-skinned lady with short hair she's wearing the the server outfit which is kind of like a 1950s era dress that's black with some like white accessories like pearls and she she passes you with a tray containing like his trash essentially
2: hi uh, i'm i'm able hi
0: and uh nice to meet you can i get you anything
2: yeah yeah sorry um i, I know i've kind of just been kind of hanging out can, do you guys have mint juleps it seems like a, a good drink to have in a place like this
0: um i'm sorry the the closest thing i could get you is a daiquiri
2: uh shit yeah sure 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 is this uh and I'm I'm gonna glance over at uh, at Oslo and just be like, is this one of those places that does like the free drinks when you're at the slats?
0: Well, he just keeps a running tab here, so we sort of let him do what he wants, I guess. When he when he wins, he pays us, and when he doesn't win, he promises that he will next time.
2: Oh, damn! And uh, Abel's just kind of like gonna lean back in her seat and just get a little wide-eyed and be like uh he must be hitting a pretty good winning streak then it's it's not to f- n- not to like judge or anything i mean i'm just i guess good for him i don't really go to casinos very much
0: well this one's kind of the the biggest in in the city so i haven't seen you around so i figured that's probably
2: true yeah i mean is this like a thing that people that regulars do all the time i don't know I, You know, I, I, I kind of thought I'd try out either the tables or the slots. I didn't know where to start first.
0: Well, wherever you start, pick a slot far away from him.
2: Why, does he stink or something?
0: It's not so much the physical smell as more of his obnoxious personality. Trust me, if you're if you just here to have a good time and, you know, sort of enjoy yourself and enjoy, enjoy the gambling... You don't want to be like sucked into one of his forty minute rants.
2: Oh oh yeah, no, that's uh, I hate people like that. That drives me crazy shit. Do you get into a lot of those?
0: We draw straws in the in the back and um unfortunately this time it was me, but I've let him know quite quite a few times that I'm I don't like talking.
2: And Abel's just kinda kind of like shoot her eyes over it uh, again and just kinda do a commiserating grimace on her face and just say what does he even have to talk about for 40 minutes straight?
0: I don't know. He thinks he's God's gift to humanity. Always always going on about, like, sort of tales. They're all probably lies, but he thinks he's hot hot stuff.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, I think I know somebody like that, but it uh, doesn't sound as toxic. Hey, uh, sorry to be bothering you at your work. I appreciate you, like, just checking in. I- I'm able, by the way. I don't know if I introduced myself or not. Dolly. Hey, nice to meet you, Dolly. Uh, and I appreciate the drink. Just um, here, and I'm gonna slide just pair twenty credits for the daiquiri.
0: Uh, she she thanks you, and you take a sip of your daiquiri, and it is strawberry flavored.
2: All right, sweet. Okay, and then Abel's just gonna continue to kind of watch Oslo. She's gonna message Saul and Sufungi and just been say uh, heard he's a long winded asshole on a winning streak.
0: Hey, everyone. Gavin here to talk to you about how you can support our show. Download numbers are still steadily increasing, but we can still use some help from our listeners. If you like our show and want us to do even better, consider sharing us with your friends, family, and coworkers. Listen to every new episode. Consider taking just a few moments and leaving a review on iTunes. Having reviews really helps us by making our show more visible to other potential listeners. If you have a little bit of extra money to share and like bonus content, maybe become a patron of roll warriors at www.patreon.com backslash roll underscore warriors. If you pledge just $5 a month, you will get access to exclusive bonus episodes tailor-made with our patrons in mind. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a moment and thank our current patrons, Daniel Sittler, Billy Young, and James Beatty. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at RollWarriors to get updates about the show and tweet at us using the RollWarriors hashtag. Lastly, be sure to check out our website at www.rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com for links to our Twitter feed, our most recent episodes, and bios for both our characters and the people behind the characters. Be sure to check it out. Alright, that's enough from me. Please enjoy this fake
1: advertisement coming to you from the future! We'd like to take these last couple of minutes to thank our returning sponsor, uh, Red Vines. Um, The taste that you can trust. Uh, For hundreds of years, dystopian future world has survived on the blessing and the grace of Red Vines. Nutritious, delicious, and the taste that you can trust. So go ahead and pick up a pack of Red Vines at your local bodega and you like your favorite group of associates? Saul's going to kind of divert from where he was going, which was probably like a row or two away from him, and go and sit like maybe two slots down from him. And I'm assuming there's almost nobody within like three or four slots from him.
0: You would assume correct, yeah. There's ample space. You can pick any slot
1: you want. Saul's just going to like sit down like maybe like two slots to his left. As he sits down, just kind of like nod to him, be like, hey man, cool, cool kimono, man yeah buddy it's authentic
0: yeah you i like your hat you a believer i never believed in uh much myself but you know it's kind of one of those kind of one of those deals where you don't know until you know
1: you know saul instantly like the whole world drops away from him for a whole second and he's just so elated that somebody sees and knows his hat And he's like man you wouldn't believe the kind of people i know who just don't understand what it is to believe man I'm glad you're a true believer.
0: Well, you know, I'm a believer in belief. Uh, if you get what I, if you get my drift, I've been around, seen seen the seen some things, and uh, picked up a lot of wisdom in my days.
1: So I really know what I'm talking about. So I'll put a euro book in and like just pull the the lever without it really even looking, and he's like, "Yeah, man. Like I feel like I feel like I understand you. Like I I've learned some stuff. Oh, you know, being around and whatnot, but like." I'm always here to learn more about the truth, man. Because you know the truth is out there. Saul, while you're talking, you can go
0: ahead and roll anytime you use the slot machine, and use either a flat D10, or again, if you think that your education skill is like high enough, you could try to add that or add luck instead.
1: Saul just rolled a three, so I don't think he, he would be winning any money on that.
0: Yeah, it was a bust. Ooh, bad luck, man. Yeah i think that i think that machine's uh unlucky i've i've tried basically everyone in here and this is the one i like the best kind of uh betsy here gets uh temperamental from time to time depends on the kind of kimono i'm wearing or you know what my hair looks like that day but she she tends to be quite giving if you if you know what i'm saying oh cool like you named her like, is what? what's the name of the one
1: right next to you, man?
0: God, what was it? Oh, my gosh. I, I knew the guy in high school, and he was a real jock, real jerk. Uh, just didn't, you know, sort of understand me or my aura. But, oh, God, I think it was Virgil. Yeah, that one's Virgil. I don't
1: like that machine at all. Oh, man, like, I'm a bit of, like, a true believer myself, so maybe maybe we can have a communication and so like Saul moves over to this the slot right next to him and does the same thing just as bad as a 4
0: yeah i'm telling you man Virgil is he's he's a fickle machine maybe if i had like some big cans or something cuz the real Virgil he was like all into big breasted women which i i can't say you know i can't complain about that myself i've i've seen my fair share of lovers in my day and it's always the It's always the big breasted ones that that love the best you know
1: Saul's just kind of like nodding long not even really listening he's like yeah man like what you lost me you you were talking about like truth and then you started talking about boobies is there any like secret to like really be able to win some good money off of one of these things like give me your wisdom on yeah, could you could you give me any wisdom on this, you know? Like, this is one of the first couple of times that I've done this. I haven't really gone the gambling route many times in my life. So, you know, teach me, sensei. It's so good to hear
0: somebody recognize a man for his skills. And yes, I will take you, Grasappa, and put you under my wing. Now, you see, every morning, I get up about 5 a.m., and I get a real good glass of poached penguin eggs. Now it's got to be a penguin egg because that has got it's, it's richer, it's got more proteins. That's gonna give you that game fuel, you know that, that all day everyday game fuel. And then at about six o'clock, I do like four squats just to sort of, sort of get the blood flowing, get the, get the blood in the digits. And then uh you know from there I go to the range get in some get in some target practice. Oh, they love me at the range. I'm I'm such a good shot. Kill like you know all of the targets or whatever. But basically, you know, you come here, you dedicate like 6 hours a day and you could be as good as me. Definitely,
1: definitely, man. Oh man. Yo, I see that you got like the you got the golded out model, man. Like you know, we stop. Is is that Militech? Because like, I feel like I, I work for Militech, man, and like, I haven't seen one of those models in like ten years. No, no, this is original. This is a this is a film prop.
0: Remember that? You remember that movie? Uh, what was it called? Free Willy. The 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 remake, not the original. The the remake from twenty sixty. When the guy was, like, on the ship and he was just, like, bang, 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 shooting with his
1: gun. Yeah, that's this gun, man. Oh, man, you tell me that's from, like, Free Willy, the bloodletting? Like, that was... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) Such a good movie. That was just... It was so wild because on the... Like, do you remember that part on the boat when, like, the whole back half blew up and, like, Free Willy came up with both machine guns? And he dropped that, like, that famous line, like... Time to sleep with the fishes, motherfucker! And there's just like boo, 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 boo.
0: yeah. I heard they trained the seals in that movie to actually like act like real gangsters.
1: That's wild, man! Like I definitely would not think that Schmally would would have been able to do all that stuff with like the really bad budget cuts.
0: Yeah, I actually um, I don't I don't mean to brag, but I was on like an email chain with one of the animal trainer's son. From that movie, dude's name is Damien. He's got like a sick profile online, does like game streaming or whatever. But yeah, his dad was like in that movie. I mean, not like in it, like on the screen, but like you know, he trained those animals to shoot at each other with guns.
1: Whoa, man, that's that's wild. It's like I would have never thought that that would have been possible. But you know, sometimes if you just smoke enough it is beyond that point man it's really cool to have met you like i think you have a lot of wisdom what's your name man my name's saul it's oslo oslo
0: erdal but you know you can just call me ozzy yo is it cool if i call you sensei of course
1: guazapo yo man like i feel like me meeting you is like faded man like you're a seeker of truth i'm a seeker of truth i feel like i don't know man like i feel like we definitely our chakras are aligned yeah 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 man here's the situation man i work for militech but i also work for this other place called lake sahara and they wasn't that the company that had like that big space program
0: but then, like, it failed, like, horribly, and then they cut it and gutted it and everything and left that, like, rocket flying off out of the atmosphere.
1: I think so. And uh, then they said something about how they were getting, like, transmissions from it or whatnot, but then it turned out to be a hoax, and I, I don't know, man, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. There was,
0: like, that, all those net hackers that were just, like, having fun, fun with Sahara and, like, making fun of them and being like, ah, we're your rocket. We met aliens. Can you imagine though, if like
1: we really met aliens, what that would be like? Sensei, I know it might be a bit much coming from your newly appointed student, but like I think I can teach you some things about the aliens too. And like Saul points to Mufon. It's like I I have some knowledge that I've I've been studying my entire life, and I feel like Sahara has some things on the DL that like not many people are supposed to know about, and that's why I think that's why I started working for him. You know, and so like. I'm I'm here with a couple of my friends right now, and they, they're they doing the same thing. I mean, they're not seeking the truth out like you and me would be, but I think it would be good to have another partner in crime who'd be ready to, like, really dig for the truth, you know? Oh, oh that sounds so sick.
0: I would love to, as long as it doesn't conflict with my hardcore routine and my six-hour time commitment every day. And also, like on thursdays i gotta go see my mom or whatever it's stupid and i i hate it but you know like she birthed me and she still like bankrolls me so i i have to give her that once a week you know stop by say hi and you know she adores the crap
1: out of me so no man it's all good like i i get it you gotta you gotta hang with your moms like that's that's cool like, I think what I would be looking for, though, I need somebody to talk to about the truth, man. So I think, like, if I could, you seem like you you know about, like, everything that's going around in the city, you know? You seem like somebody who knows about everything that's going around down here in, like, the casino. So I feel like the best thing that we could do is, like, you stay. You, you keep doing exactly what you've been doing, man. You know, every once in a while, I'll call you out and be like, hey, man, you're Sensei. What kinda of like info you got for me, dog? Have you have you experienced the truth? Some truth that I don't know yet that you would be willing to share? And then we could work with that, man. Is this one of those like ninja operations? I don't know. Like they just they told me to just like kinda look around and like they wanted me to go to this casino for some reason. They said something about like how it'd be really cool if we could earn some good money and also make some good friends who know about stuff around downtown. And, I mean, honestly, man, you seem like the best bet for both. So, like, I think you'd, like, check all the boxes,
0: Sensei. Cool, cool. I mean, I'd like mostly ask because I want an excuse to wear
1: my gi. Oh, yeah, man, you could definitely do that. Like, that would be battle mode.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like a real, like, authentic, like, I bought it off the internet, but the the dude I bought it was from was, like, super legit. He says it's, like, from 13th thirteenth century Hoisin, China, and it's gonna get me so much tail uh, when it, like, finally arrives, or whatever from dusk city but like it's it's awesome dude it's like black and it's got like the lotus symbol on it it's it's cool dude i'm gonna
1: show you to you when i when i get it cool oh fuck yeah man also like so if you ever want to like crash by i'm staying at this place called the longshoreman and like i don't know who the lady is who runs it but like she's old and she makes weird like kissy noises when she talks to me but she seems pretty cool, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe. Like I don't know. I don't know how to how to put this. So I'll just come right out and say it. Like Kate and I, like we aren't on the best terms. Like, like I owe her like a lot, a lot of money. Like a, a like a lot of money, and but I mean, we, you could come here. We we could meet up here. Or I could give you my mom's address.
1: Wait, wait, like, how much How much money do you are, if you don't mind me asking?
0: Like, probably, I mean, somewhere in the thousands? I don't know. Certainly not as much as I spent on this uh, This here genuine film prop, if you know what I'm saying. And he just starts,
1: uh, like, twirling his gun. Oh, that's cool, man. I got an idea. What if you, what if we go hadsies, man? I like this casino, man, but honestly, I feel like it might be bugged. So, like, I don't want, like, people who are trying to, like, stop us from seeking out the truth to to find out what we're doing. Because I've had that happen to me in the past before. And I don't want any bad things to happen to you, man. So, I know, I know, Sensei, I know you're real capable and whatnot, but it would just make your student feel much safer. You you pay up half, and I, then I pay up half. And then, you know, you don't have to worry about Kissy Kate or Kate or whoever her name is to messing with you.
0: I mean... I don't know I'm good for it like right now Cause like I've been winning like You know a pretty good amount I don't know I'll think about it I'll think about it man
1: If you got the chance And we can go back to like Our little base operations let's say Like I can really tell you About the true true stuff man Like there's some stuff that I know Sahara's hiding I know Biotechnica's hiding from us man It's just wrong man We gotta do everything we can to, to you know Free the truth Fucking
0: government man it's all a conspiracy, you ask me. They're going to have us, like, eating out of feed troughs in, like, a couple years. And kid you not. And, like, all the individualism that we've, like, fought hard for, you know, it's just going to go right out the window, man. We're just going to be, like,
1: fucking drones in their machine, man. I can't live like that. I need to breathe. Man, look, I'll tell you one thing, one thing alone. It's the only thing I can say without, you know, like, really alerting the overlords. And, and Saul, like, looks around really quick. He's like reptilians man that's it just reptilians just free your mind look it up
0: all right cool 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 no doubt what are the reptilians doing
1: though like seriously they run everything man and so like sol will again do the slot one more time hey you he actually rolled a six so i don't know if that's a uh, decent or not you get back what you've put in basically you break even all right solid so i just want a little bit i'm gonna go talk to my friends really quickly and tell him that, like, I just met the coolest, most knowledgeable person I've ever met, man. And I will see you soon. And Saul just stands up and puts his hands together and he bows. And he's like, hasta la vista, sensei. And he starts walking back to Abel. Hoisen koshenshi. That's that's Japanese for goodbye. I got you, man. I got you. Shmoishmen And then he just turns on his heel and walks quickly away. <laughs>
0: Maserati!
3: I'm currently checking out these tables, right?
0: Yeah, what do you wanna what do you wanna play? Do you wanna play a poker game? Do you want which we're not gonna act it out. We're just gonna make rolls because I don't know enough about poker to bullshit. Or you can go to a roulette table and bet on that. Or you can try your hands at the
3: slots. Okay, I wanna try some roulette. My luck skill is ten. Before we get started, I just wanna go over to the bar and get a shot of Janison real quick. They certainly have
0: that. The roulette table that you are going to is uh moderately busy it's not the it's not the busiest one not the hottest one right now but you're getting good vibes from it the sort of attendant there seems into it seems like he's having a good time and and it's got a positive energy
3: okay okay i'm gonna go with evens all right i'm gonna aim for 24 okay giving me your roll okay so i roll a seven are you adding any luck to that I'm going to use one of my luck to make it an even 10.
0: Okay. So it lands on an even number close to 24 and the color is the same. So you aren't going to win your, your like buy-in but you get like two thirds back on your return. I'm going to trust you to keep track of this because I'm just going to be sort of giving you win or lose scenarios and it'll be your job to, to tell me if you're in the hole or, you know, you're winning. How much Eurobucks would you have brought with you?
3: I was thinking maybe starting off with like 300 is probably a good starter point. All right. So you bet in
0: 100, are still playing with that 100, but you now have 160 Ish.
3: I'm going to really think about this carefully. All right, I'm feeling good about evens. This time, I'm going to play low and go for six black. Oh, I only rolled a four this time. Definitely going to use luck to make it a seven.
0: Okay, so a seven, it lands on black, but not an even number and not the number that you had. So you're only going to get another 30. This time I'm going to try red. Are you going to up your ante at all?
3: Yeah, I'm going to go all in this time.
0: You are now at 390, so you're going to put 390 in. 34
3: red. Spin that wheel. Roll those dice. Cool. Okay, I rolled an 8, and I'm going to use 3. 15. Okay, with a
0: 15, it's going to land on the number and color that you have called out and you double your investment. Woohoo! And I could just
3: keep going as long as I want. For the
0: interest of not, you know, spending all night just sort of playing fictional roulette, you could just give me like a general roll to see if your streak continues or if you bottom out. And I won't have you lose any money at this point because you've already doubled your investment, you've already rolled a couple of uh, good times, so you're sort of on a hot streak, but you could lose your gains If you roll poorly and you could just like hit the jackpot and get like five or 10 times what you put in if you roll well.
3: Okay, I rolled rolled a 10. Okay, I'm just going to leave it at 10.
0: Okay, so with a 10, you are going to net total 1,500. Oh, nice. And you're like, that seems like a good time to walk away from the table.
3: Yeah, I'm done.
0: (laughs) The roulette attendant shakes your hand and says... Very well done. I don't get many first-timers in here that do that well, so congratulations. You can pick up your winnings at the uh, bar. Don't mind
3: if I do. And, all right, that'll tell that bar.
2: Shit, so Funji, you look like you're having a pretty good streak over there.
3: And I didn't even have to hack anything this time.
2: Damn, how much did you win?
3: All in all, I'm rolling back out with 1800 clearing this debt little by little, so... You guys won't have to keep paying for me all the time.
2: Shit, that's dope. Damn, do they have like roulette tournaments here?
0: They don't have roulette tournaments, but they do have poker tournaments. And I will say from kind of just like you guys being on the floor like this whole time, you have heard that there is also a VIP suite on the second floor that if you sort of prove yourself on the on the ground floor to be suitably well banked and also a good player they will invite you up to there and that's like a lot of the executives and even, like, gang bosses will participate in those games.
3: Well, that seems like that might be a good way to get to
1: contact with Evelyn
3: Donati, huh?
2: Saul, how, how did that uh, conversation go with our, our Mark over there?
1: Saul finishes his, his chocolate milk and puts it down. Yeah, it, like, it was really enlightening, man. Like, he was, like, a pretty cool dude. Like, so I had to talk with him, not going to lie.
2: Is he going to pay off his debt? <sighs> he,
1: he said he's going to do what he can but i kind of got him in like a halfsies thing where it's like if he puts in half then i'd put in half it's mostly because like
2: oh so he's gonna work for us
1: yeah i feel like we can definitely use him i don't know how everybody sees him around here but he definitely seems like you know i'm my vibe you know
2: Sufanji, do you do you know what he's talking about
1: um he seems like he would be helpful and he would also be like me how about that
2: is he going to see things that aren't there? What does he bring into the table, Saul?
1: He is here like six, seven hours a day, honestly. I feel like he knows this place like pretty well. Other than that,
3: he might know some stuff about this side of town. I know we, we're kind of new to it. I kind of also think it would be a good idea if he was sort of a whisperer, where he's sort of eking on these new gamblers who are wanting to work their way up to the VIP level.
2: Aw, oh, shit. That's a good idea, Super Bungie.
3: I think it'll be good to generate a little buzz. Yeah, man. If that means, like, I can meet this Evelyn even faster, I'm down. I guess we'll leave the training to you, Saul. I'm sure you'll make him into a wonderful whisperer. I'm sure if I just talk to him and tell him, that, like, hey, man, like,
1: is it cool if you just tell people make sure they know that we're, like, new gamblers? Because, like, we definitely want to play... What what's the game the the tournament thing? What, what game is that? Is that
3: poker tournament?
1: Poker? Yeah, but like, what kind of poker is it? Like Texas Hold'em? Is it like like Five Card Draw, Five Card Stud? Is it like um, Double Blind Black Flip? Back flip? Is it like Blackjack?
0: They play a, a a variation of poker called Great Auk. Its namesake comes from a like by this time long extinct penguin type creature that existed sort of up in the north but they were sort of hunted to extinction actually they went extinct because conservationalists hunted them to extinction or back in the like the late 1800s early 1900s conservationalism meant that you had them stuffed and it's sat in your personal collection um and not so much you know, going into a zoo and being alive. But anyway, I, I digress. The, the The card game is called the Great Auk, and it is like a sort of high stakes, all in kind of game where you either you either lose everything or you win big. And it's it's sort of to symbolize this this bird that. Uh, definitely lost the lottery.
2: Well, Saul, do you, before we leave, do you want to try to get the other half uh, so that we don't get kicked out of our apartment?
1: Yeah, let me go talk to him really quick. And so Saul will just get up after... Yeah, he'll just get up really quickly and he'll go and talk to Oslo and just give him the rundown. Like, he's the best job that we got for you right now. Give us... Um, You know, half of the payment now, I can work with Kissy Kate and we can, we'll have more jobs for you in the future.
0: Uh, I'll mention that he's not playing slots anymore.
1: He is actually sitting at a poker table. Oh, he is. Okay. So we should probably go and watch him play first just to see what's going on.
2: I'm going to keep an eye on the security around here and see if we don't, we don't see a pattern in in the way that they're patrolling the area.
0: Yeah. If you want to just give me a roll for that. And then hold on to the number and, and let me know at the end. You got it. So Saul, you and Sui Feng Ji are both approaching this this poker table. Yeah, we're gonna check it out. Okay. Yeah, this is a this is a normal table on the main floor, but Oslo is winning handily, and the reason for this that you could probably surmise is he does not stop talking the entire match. And it is interesting because while he drones on about nothing in particular, his face does not change no matter what cards get thrown out, no matter sort of what he has in his hand. He is just going on and on about like his sexual exploits and his collection of film memorabilia. And all of the other participants are both annoyed and confused and by the end of it he has sweeped the table
3: <laughs> oh wow was <laughs> good
0: sensei new...
3: sensei
1: that was amazing man
0: yeah yeah i mean you know the trick is just like you got to have that
1: you got to have that natural magnetism it really throws them. yo man like so sensei this is soy fungi this is one of my friends who's been working with us and like oh she's hot you're hot
3: Oh, thank you. You're not too bad yourself, Oslo. Maybe you could teach me a poker trick or two.
0: <laughs> well, you know. Uh, uh, um, uh, so, Saul, what's, uh, what,
1: what's going on? What, what's good? Hey, man, like, we just wanted to ask if, like, so we got, like, the first mission, man. So me and my friends, we heard about how if you play really, really well at this great AWK game. You can actually meet up with uh, Mrs. Donati and the rest of the family up top. And we kind of want to do that. So we were wondering if you could kind of spread the word that, you know, there's some new players on the block. And we're looking to to really, you know, take the floor by storm, per se.
0: I mean sure I could I could probably do that but I got to I got to warn you guys though I've been up to a couple of those games before and uh this isn't your like normal just you know Eurobucks stakes they got going on people lose hands I saw one guy lose like his entire corporate empire yeah I mean shit's, sh- stakes are high like you got to you got to have some mad bank to even
1: going to be invited up there Well how about this man if we can work out something right now to help out, like, to cover the Kissy Kate situation, would you be willing to come back with us to our home base and teach us your ways, Sensei? Just teach us how to play as well as you do?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, if you guys got, if you,
1: if there's girls there, I'm, I'm down. I mean, so I find she's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, man, when and, wh- when and where, right? We're getting ready to get out of here in just a little bit, but how about this? You do your thing, you spread the word, you give us half of what you owe Kissy Kate, I'll cover the rest and then maybe later today you can swing by and we'll just, we'll jam, you know? Cool, 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 cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know my way. I know my way there. Yeah, I'm there. Well, I used to be there quite frequently, but then, you know, I got bad bad with uh, her credit-wise. And so I stopped coming around, just, you know, for my own interests, own safety, that, that sort of thing. Don't want to lose my top, knot over it. I'll say before sort of he just hands you the money uh you need to make a persuasion roll
1: okay so that is a 12 altogether what if i just give you like a third i don't think we finally we finalize like what's the amount that she's looking for in total well like a half would be
0: like 860 and i didn't quite win that today so i don't have it on me
1: you know okay so how about a third and then lessons are on the house oh man you're really bending me over a barrel on this one no homo I, I learned from the best, Sensei. You taught me your ways in the last in the the couple of minutes that we were sitting at those. And you know what? Sometimes the student has to use the lessons of the teacher. I am so proud right now. But again,
0: like like how a father is proud, and not like you know, I'm not. I don't swing that way. You know, like I don't I like I like girls. I like ladies. Anyway, so now that that's established yeah you can have you can have a third and he swipes on his agent like the credits appear in your
1: account so since it was like 860 it's gonna be closer to like 530 third wise yeah about 500 thank you master like uh how do they say arigato my sensei arigato
0: you're actually pronouncing it wrong yeah i i had a cousin once who went to japan and it's actually, like, ar- Arigato, and not many people know that. Oh, wow.
3: Okay. origato Sensei. Arigato. Gesundheit. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would like to interject. Um, I'm actually half Japanese, and that's news to me. <laughs> when did you receive that information? Oh,
0: I mean, like, a pretty, a pretty reliable source. You know, I don't like to tell you your business, but I... I think maybe, you know, you just didn't learn learn it right. It's okay. Like that thing these things, things happen. Like it's no, you know, no fault of yours. Honey. Honey. <laughs> that
3: is definitely
1: audible. Saul is gonna try to jump on top of Soy Fungi and be like, Oh no, Soy Fungi, there's a there's a circuit fire in your circuitry. Here, let's 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 get out of here. Sometimes Wait what? I'm I'm so I'm sorry, sensei, like sometimes things like this happen like when soy Funji gets like really turned on because she's around somebody who's really awesome and masculine and cool like her circuits on fire so we got we got to take her back to the, to the home base you know
0: uh gotcha gotcha yeah i thought she
1: was just like a, a buzz kill and i don't vibe i don't vibe to that man no man like hey sensei you know me like i wouldn't hang out with buzz kills man all right, thank you, Sensei. I'll, you know, I'll catch you later, man. Come on, Soyfongy, let's let's go get uh, Abel and let's let's go crash, man.
3: Agreed. But Saul, he was so wrong.
1: You know that, right? Shh, he- don't worry about it. Like I, I, I get it. We got, you know, sometimes you gotta play the game to like learn all the truth. You know, man.
2: What truth? What's going on? Did you get the money?
1: Yeah, we we got, yeah, we got enough. And apparently he's actually like really, really good at the poker game. And he knows about like the poker games that go on upstairs. So I made a little deal with him. I told him that like, we're going to settle some of his debt with, he's going to settle a portion of his debt. He gave me his money already. I'm going to settle the rest with Kissy Kate. And then he's going to come to our place later and he's going to teach us how to play poker like he does so that we can, you know, get up there quick.
2: Sure. Well, while you guys were doing that, let me uh, fill you in on what I saw. Yeah, okay, so look, there's like this like 20 or so dudes that kind of really look suspiciously thuggish, and I think they're on the uh, the payroll around here. I heard one of them mention this AI program that I guess runs the whole state-of-the-art system that they got going. So Sufungi, I would be really careful jacking into anything around here, especially if they don't know you're coming, because apparently it locks it down immediately. At least that's what my bartender friend told me. And then don't know where Evelyn's office is, but I think it's actually on the third floor that's based off of uh, kind of some of the movements that I saw. And I noticed that there's a lot of movement going towards that. So I'm thinking that that's where she's at. And uh, I caught a glimpse for a second. Uh, that The doors look like super reinforced. And uh, another one of the guards mentioned this reinforced turret. It's kind of wicked. Uh, apparently they, uh, they like fucking with it sometimes and it's super trippy. So as long as these guys don't have any sort of, I don't know, are you on any sort of list, Sufungi?
3: Not to my knowledge, nothing has been tracked back to me except for that one slip-up with Sahara. I'm pretty ghost.
2: All right, so we got objective one done, got the money. We got kind of a planish a bit. And uh, Sufungi, you got a little rich and I got a little drunk. So I think this is a pretty successful evening for the team.
3: And we weren't shot at, so I could definitely appreciate that.
2: Oh, holy shit, yeah. <laughs> Saul, you didn't shoot anything, right?
1: No, no, I like, I mean, I shot the shit, <laughs> but that's like that, man.